Welcome everyone to the Wisdom of Chirac, the uh, proper title, Ecclesiasticus. And we have here the physician and the honor due to him and how to weep and mourn for the dead. And wisdom of the learned man and the laborer and the artificer and the use of them both here in chapter uh, 38. But uh, this honor due to the physician, let's say this. Luke, the one that wrote the uh, book of Acts in the uh, Gospel of Luke, uh, was a physician and uh, I'm told that he advanced greatly in uh, the Roman Empire through his uh, healing. So this isn't one that would have the caduceus or would do abortions or uh, e even the wisdom of Chirac talks about him praying for people. These are people that heal, that have all good in mind, and we must remember the history of physicians, how they were used to kill people in the past. And I'm not talking about the who, I'm talking about pre-WHO and their extermination program. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in the history, say, in Russia, where um, Lenin had them murdered. He had them killed because they were used to murder people. All right, so you serve Lenin and uh, he gets uh, paranoid. And he had the physicians killed, little P, and he had the dentists killed, I'm told, in the history that we studied. And we thoroughly studied it because it was brought right into our universities here. So this is a good physician, one that fears the Lord, one that has one thing in mind, and that's helping to heal people one that fears the Lord here. So keep that in mind as we start here in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 38 verse 1 it says honor a physician capital P with the honor due unto him for the uses which you may have of him for the Lord hath created him so this is one of the good guys here, folks. And two, it says, For the Most High, for of the Most High cometh healing, and he shall receive honor of the king. And that's exactly what happened with Luke, I'm told. Now that's outside the, the uh, scriptures, but it is in the history. All right, so uh, no matter what, he was high, highly thought of there in the Roman Empire. In three, it says, The skill of the physician, capital P, shall lift up his head, and in the sight of great men he shall be in admiration. Okay, this is the way it ought to be with this physician, and Luke is a great example of that. In four, it says, The Lord hath created medicines out of the earth, and he that is wise will not abhor them. Okay, now remember... Uh, pharmaceutical has to do with sorcery and the words and uh, this particular physician doesn't have a pole with the two snakes wrapped around it, the caduceus. Uh, these particular uh, medicines are out of the earth and uh, we'll agree with that. It's the petroleum product uh, medicines that are abused so there's good medicines and then there's bad medicines and uh, 
we got to remember that Rockefeller uh, had the great ploy to get rid of the home singular physician. Back in the early 1900s, we got to get that home, and, and this uh, physicians would go house to house even. Is it easier to drag a sick person there to a hospital, maybe 50 miles away, or is it easier for the physician to just show up and examine? Okay, so uh, Rockefeller and the gang, they uh, wanted to get rid of the old home doctor. They said we have to have the big mega hospital creation. We have to have the great um, place where people can go on a multi-level scale, okay, for lots of things and uh, lots of doctors, and they'll all be under our thumb, okay? That's in the history of the hospital, and John Hopkins was uh, created like that. That is a Rockefeller hospital, and the, the uh, physician here in three is one that is not going to do anything to uh, perform an abortion or kill people or anything like that. This is one that fears the Lord. we got to keep that in mind. And then the medicines here are good medicines. And on we go here in five, it says, Was not the water made sweet with wood, that the virtue thereof might be known? And that's going back to Exodus 15, 25. We know that in the history. Six, it says, And he hath given men skill that he might be honored in his marvelous works. So see, all healing comes from God. Uh, the Bible teaches and now we can do things to help that along we can we can uh, we can mend we can sow but God does the healing he does the creating uh, according to the Bible okay so in six and seven it says with much doth he heal men and taketh away their pains okay so there's that part now this would be this apothecary is one that makes and puts the concoctions together, all right, that the doctor uses. In eight it says, of such doth the apothecary make a confection, and of his works there is no end, and from him is peace over all the earth. You can see where this is a good guy. This is not one of Lennon's doctors. <laughs> that we're out here giving people potions or injecting them to kill them. That's been done over and over, by the way. You have to beware today. You really do. And to hear them, when it came to the, the uh, COVID scam-demic, see what they did and the mask wearing, which was complete idiocy, and how people just fell for it. They just, <laughs> they followed their physician no matter what. And uh, I've always known better than that because of the history that I've had. And personally, well, I never, uh, we always argued with them and uh, took control of our own uh, body. 
where they uh, put out here, like say you go to the Cleveland Clinic, no, 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 here you need your jab, you have to have it. We're responsible, we'll tell you what's right and wrong. No, it's come a long way, the evil has, and a big part of that is the medical community. It's called the World Health Organization, and they are a big part of the world government, and they don't have this in mind. They, they don't want to heal their goal today. That's why they don't take the Hippocratic Oath anymore. It says, do no harm. Nope, they don't take that no more. Even though that came out of the occult too. Yes, it did. Uh, they are, uh, hey, they're going to do what they're paid to do. All right. And uh, they don't mind lying, do they? Nurse Harriet, do they mind lying? No. No. They'll lie to you. They'll write up reports that are false. <laughs> they sure will. And they will cover themselves. All right. It, uh, as the evil in the earth has has uh, accelerated, so has the evil within the medical and uh, the WHO or any part of the UN. When they get a hold of something, it turns evil quickly, does it not? It says in nine, though. And this is back in this time. Um, in this case, it says. My son, if thy sickness be not negligent, but pray, it says here, My son, in thy sickness be not negligent, but pray unto the Lord, and he will make thee whole. Okay, once again, these particular doctors would pray for you. It's here. And here he's telling you to pray to the Lord because... The Bible states all healing comes from the Lord. In Genesis, leave off from sin and order thy hands aright and cleanse thy heart from all wickedness. Give a sweet savor and a memorial of fine flour and make a fat offering as not being. Okay, so this goes back to the law, and this would go up with the prayers, you see, in the law, the priest uh, there, the real priest here, uh, the sons of Aaron, they would make a sweet savor, and the important part was the uh, prayer that would go up with it. That's over and over and over. Okay, in 12 it says, Then give place to the physician, for the Lord hath created him. Let him not go from thee. For thou hast need of him. So he's asking you, don't fear the physician here. 13. There is a time when in their hands there is good success. All right, and we can verify that. Even today, they are very capable in many cases. It says in 14, For they shall also pray unto the Lord that he would prosper that which they give for ease and for remedy to prolong life. All right? So notice the prayers here. You got the personal prayer. You got the uh, physician praying. Okay, but here in 15, this is a little interesting. Here it says, He that sinneth 
before his maker, let him fall into the hand of the physician. Capital P now. Folks, what does that mean? Well, now look here. Many times if you're on your back, you start to become humble. And you start to look at your maker. So here you are, a proud sinner that doesn't think, or a young sinner. Don't think it'll ever happen to you. But when you're flat on your back, you know what? You'll be humbled. So here, this can, this can all, sickness can be used to get your heart to turn towards the Lord. Okay, so there's that. In 16, my son, let tears fall down over the dead and begin to lament as if thou hadst suffered great harm thyself, and then cover his body according to the custom, and neglect not his burial, period. Okay, so there's the uh, mourning for the dead, and uh, through that bitterness, that mourning, you, you uh, think about things that are important. There's a lot of seed that can be made. The seed can be spread when someone's getting ready to pass away, or right after they pass away. Uh, people think about the hereafter and the things that are important, like health and a uh, healthy spirit that the, knows the Lord. <laughs> Those are what's important. Seventeen more on the weeping, though. Uh, weep bitterly and make great moan and use lamentation as he is worthy, and that a day or two, lest thou be evil spoken of, and then comfort thyself for thy heaviness. Okay. And many times uh, the funeral back in the old days would be seven days, right? Seven days of mourning. And there is a sadness because that person is uh, gone and you don't get to see them anymore. But it's like old grandma when she was passing away. She said, I'm floating up. I can see all of you. And she was half blind, mostly blind. And she said, I can see all of you. And they asked her, where are you going? I'm going to heaven. And she was floating up. Do you see how that got people thinking that we're around? of the importance of the hereafter and it keeps you from being carnal to have this type of thing here this uh, passing away and uh, she was a great studier she started me studying as a pup she studied all the way to her last day on earth 92 years old wasn't she yeah she was 92 uh, but yet fruit was made there Fruit was spread. The seed was spread. In 18 it says, For of heaviness cometh death, and the heaviness of the heart breaketh strength. In affliction also sorrow remaineth, and the life of the poor is the curse of the heart. Okay? And that's why uh, God loves the poor, because they're busy looking to him. They're not becoming a proud, uh, wealthy uh, person. Okay, you can't fix your heart on the worldly things here. 
And obviously the poor person doesn't have any wealth to fix his heart on. Okay. And so there's a, a great heaviness, a great sadness that comes with the, uh, without their begging on the street. It's a hard road to hoe. 20, it says, take no heaviness to heart. Drive it away and remember the last end. Okay, so there it is. You go on and mourn. I know you're going to miss your loved ones, as we do here. We have two great studiers that passed on, that studied with us for years, and we know they're with the Lord. And so there's a comfort in that. And both of them said, hey, keep on fighting for the Lord. In fact, the one J.R., his last letter to me said that. He said, Tom, keep on fighting for the Lord. And we're going to do that. So all this is in the heaviness of people passing away. The physician couldn't help them because it was their time to go. It just was. All right. So that being said, uh, you remember the last end, and that's where you go. Do you want to go to heaven to be with Jesus Christ? And that answer is yes. 21, it says, Forget it not, for there is no turning again. Thou shalt not do him good, but hurt thyself. Period, okay? So, uh, you can't help the person. They're, they're on their way to be with Jesus Christ. And uh, so, if you pine away for too long over it, you're doing nothing but hurting yourself. You're not helping them. All right, so there's that and the wisdom that's right here in Ecclesiasticus. 22, remember my judgment, for thine also shall be so. Yesterday for me and today for thee. How about that personal, personal statement from our um, psalmist here? Jesus Shirak and Jesus. Then the dead is at rest. Let his remembrance rest and be comforted for him when his spirit is departed from him. The wisdom of a learned man cometh by opportunity of leisure, and he that hath little business shall become wise. Okay, so here's somebody, you got the opportunity, you're educated, you can read the doctrines in front of you, and uh, here you, you either make time for this uh, study, or you have time, it doesn't matter, but it's important here, it is very important that we study and wisdom and understanding is tied directly to our salvation here, folks. Okay, uh, how can he get wisdom that holdeth the plow and that glorieth in the goad that driveth oxen and is occupied in their labors and whose talk is of bullocks? Question mark. Okay, so it's not that you don't work. It's not that you don't labor. That's not what he's saying here. But here's somebody that doesn't let up. 
they, they listen uh when you're working uh say 12 hour days it doesn't take that much time to open that bible at night and read for an hour you make time to do it here but here's somebody he's complaining about here that is not taking the time making the time and they're obsessed with their physical labors and you have to have both you work you toil as god told us you would and i would but you also make time to toil in the word in the doctrine in the wisdom and understanding the gift from god 26 this is more on the same person that does not make time for that study it says he giveth his mind to make burrows and is diligent to give the kind fodder so every carpenter and workmaster that laboreth night and day and they that cut and grave seals and are diligent to make a great variety and give themselves to counterfeit, counterfeit Im imagery and watch to finish a work. Okay. So again, this person is not seeking the wisdom and understanding here. Notice here they're laboring night and day, so they never give it a break. And there's a time for every purpose under heaven. And uh, you can still enjoy your work and uh, balance that out with study. And that's the best of the best, isn't it? Here at the table, they say yes. 28, the smith also sitting by the anvil and considering the iron work, the vapor of the fire wasteth his flesh and he fighteth with the heat of the furnace, the noise of the hammer and the anvil is ever in his ears and his eyes look still upon the pattern of the thing that he maketh he setteth his mind to finish his work and watcheth to polish it perfectly so there's that this person is uh, again he's complaining about the obsession and never taking time to study here in 29 so does the potter sitting at his work and turning the wheel about with his feet who is always carefully set in his work and making all his work by number he fashioneth the clay with his arm and bows down his strength before his feet he applies himself to lead it over and he is diligent to make clean the surface all these trust in their hands and everyone is wise in his work okay so we got to trust in the hands of jesus christ here that's the good balance it's not saying to be lazy and not work here no 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 but there's 24 hours in a day you don't do it night and day okay there's plenty of time for you to get wisdom and understanding 
especially when you have a, say, a podcast like ours that reads it to you. And you can just plug it in and do anything you want. It'll sink in there. All right. Uh, we can uh, sit here and do other things. You can uh, be building something. You can be working on something and plug in these tapes, these CDs, and it's being read to you and explained. So that really helps a lot. Uh, not that you don't get your own Bible out and have your own home Bible study. No, that ain't what we're saying. We're saying there's lots of ways uh, to get this done here. You got to be motivated to get the wisdom and understanding that will go with you into the next world. It just will. And help you get there. 32. Without these cannot a city be inhabited, and they shall not dwell where they will, nor go up and down. Okay, so in other words, this work is important to have a place to stay for people. In 33. They shall not be sought for in public council, nor sit in the in the congregation, they shall not sit on the judge's seat, nor understand the sentence of judgment. They cannot declare justice and judgment, and they shall not be found where parables are spoken. Now that's a sin, because you can still work and study. Alright, you just can. We've done it, haven't you? Haven't you out there? Yeah, the table people here have all done both. And what he's complaining of here is people that are just obsessed with the works of their hands and do not take time to study. That's what he's complaining of in 34, the last verse of the podcast here. But they will maintain the state of the world and all their desire is in the work of their craft doesn't have to be that way folks it just doesn't uh, there it is an important work again he's not poo-pooing that but we do have to balance it out here uh, and then these people here that he's complaining of that's all they obsess over is the work of their hands and their craft see you on the next one folks bye bye